Welcome to Inside Out. Without prejudice or boundaries, this space is for raw and vulnerable conversations surrounding health, mental well-being, relationships, parenthood, and so much more. Our goal is to deliver a conversation that will educate and empower you through shared experiences told by inspiring and relatable guests. My name is Chris. I'm a wife, mum, and stepmom who is on a personal journey that cultivates a life of alignment and intention. I hope these conversations encourage you to do the same. Let's dive deep into today's episode. Seventeen of Inside Out. Today's guest is the beautiful Denny Duncan. Denny is a nutrition and fitness coach. She is a blogger and shares her life and love for health and fitness on her Instagram account, The Figure. Recently diving into her previous side hustle, The Figure, and growing her brand, in this episode, Denny shares her journey in health, fitness, and business. Denny also shares her story when she struggled with body image, and she gives a vulnerable and raw account of this time in her life. We talk about her transition into motherhood and how she is balancing her expanding business and mum life. Denny and I also dive into motivation versus discipline and why she holds a no excuses and no BS approach in her personal and professional life. Denny is such a high energy and uplifting woman. I just loved chatting with her. So I know you guys are going to love this conversation too. Please make sure you share this episode to your Instagram and tag both Denny and I. Good morning, Denny. Thank you so much for putting aside your time and energy today to have this conversation with me. No worries. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited. So you've just celebrated your beautiful little girl Harper's second birthday. How does it feel being a mum of a two-year-old? Um... It is crazy. I can't believe she's two already. I think everyone tells you at the start, it goes so quickly and you just kind of go, yeah, 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 whatever. Um, but it's actually so fun. I I don't know if everyone feels like this or this is just me, but this is such a fun age. So I'm really, yeah, I'm really enjoying this time with her. I think two is such a fun age and well, we haven't encountered too many too many tantrums yet, but I'm still coming. <laughs> oh, my son is 20 months old, and when I watched the little video that you put up on Instagram, I'll admit I got a bit teary because I'm seriously starting to freak out that he's just growing so quickly. And I'm like you, I'm loving this age though, so I'm just trying to soak in all the all of his little personality as much as I can. And that's it, right? They've got so much personality now. Like, oh, don't don't get me wrong, I loved the baby age for what it was, but. They can interact with you now and I feel like she learns something new literally every day. So I get so proud of her. But I did have a tear before I put it to bed, don't get me wrong, before her birthday. (laughs) So I know that life has been a little bit tough in lockdown for you guys in Melbourne, but to bring some light to a very confusing time, can you share, Denny, something positive that's happened in your life that if you weren't living in lockdown, you don't feel like you would have maybe experienced? Yes. So I actually had my own travel business for the last few years and as you can probably aware um, imagine um, as soon as COVID hit that kind of imploded all at once I lost about $30,000 worth of income within a couple of days so really had to come up with something else and put my big girl pants on and fitness and health have always been a huge part of my life and a huge part of my Instagram and my page to help women get fit and healthy and I thought wow at a time where we're all going to be stuck in our houses I'm going to start doing live workouts on Instagram so I did and I was really nervous for the first few and I did them and all of a sudden I had all these women just joining in and working out with me and telling me how good it was making them feel and I was like, oh my God, this is something I've got to pursue and yeah, it's just grown. In the last six months, I now have a community of women that work out with me four times a week. Um, I've got over 60 
60 paying members on my platform now. Um, I started nutrition coaching. People were asking me, Danny, how do I stay on track during COVID and my house all day? You know, how do I not go off the rails? Um, and I have to say, if it wasn't for COVID, I would not have done any of this. I always knew I wanted the figure to grow and to be a business and a, and an income for me, but it was a five-year goal for me. And this just made me put it into gear straight away. And, you know, I can have such an impact on women and mothers and yeah, I, I literally have to say as much as COVID has been a negative for in so many ways, it's really, um, it's been a huge positive for me because I've been able to help so many women and make my business flourish and do something I really love and am passionate about. So yeah, I've been thinking so much about you guys in Melbourne lately and, you know, I'm just sending all the good vibes your way because I cannot imagine being locked down with my four kids right now and I think it's hard for everyone but particularly the mums and dads at home with little ones, you know, totally. you're just all doing so amazing and I'm really hopeful that you do get some restrictions lifted soon to get some more normality back. For sure, but if we can, you know, for sure and if I can help people, you know, stay happy and healthy whilst we're in this in this transition and this time when, you know, we're not sure we're hoping in two weeks' time it gets lifted. But, yeah. you know, um, rather than sit and wallow in self-pity, let's get moving and do it in your living room with your toddlers jumping over you and your kids can get involved and make it a bit of fun as well. <laughs> oh, I love that. Now, Danny, I want to dive into your work a little bit more. Health and fitness is a huge passion of mine, which is why I found your account and we've connected on Instagram. I felt really drawn to your message and what you share is just so relatable. It's raw and authentic. Tell me, how did you come about your health and fitness journey? When did that all start for you? Yeah, sure. So I've always been a really active person. Um, I grew up doing ballet and I went to the Australian Ballet School when I was 15. I got accepted into the Level 5 program and moved down here. Um, but then when I stopped dancing, I had to keep moving. You know, I was so used to, you know, obviously dancing around that I had to keep moving. So I went and actually worked in a gym and that way I could get free gym membership because as a 21-year-old, you haven't got enough money to pay for gym memberships. So um, I worked in a gym and it just it made me realise that it made me happy and um, it gave me more energy and I could do more. Um, so that, you know, it really started back then when I was 21, I suppose, when I got back from the UK. Um, and when I was at the ballet school, you know, we do talk a lot about nutrition, of course. Um, I'll talk a bit more about that later. But um, I, as a, I have a mother as a doctor as well, so healthy eating and healthy lifestyle has always been a big part of our lives. Um, and it's just grown from there. As I got older in my late 20s, um, I went through some hard times and it was always a constant for me and it was a constant to keep me on track and to try and bring me back to a, a safe mental space as well. Um, and then, yeah, I just continued into motherhood, which I'm, yeah, we can talk about a bit later. Yeah, that's amazing. And your workouts and the recipes that you put up online are right up my alley. I find the workouts that you put up so motivating. It's, you know, right in the zone of what I like to do. I like to call it the hurt locker. I just love yeah. high concentrating so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and something I know that you advocate for is showing up for yourself with no excuses, which I just love because that is something that I really preach as well. You know, we all have the same amount of time 
in a day and before you tell yourself you don't have time, I think we need to assess how much time we're spending on social media and watching TV at night. Like movement doesn't need to be two hours slogging away in a gym. 10 minutes of being active will release endorphins and lift your whole mood. So like for anyone that tells me they don't have time, I always kindly remind them that it's not easy making time. But as mums, we tend not to prioritize ourselves. But if you just integrate, you know, 10 to 20 minutes a day, non-negotiable movement time for yourself, there's just such a roll on positive effect, isn't there? For sure. And I, you know, you must have read my mind. I popped it on my story this morning. I said, it's not that you don't have time. It's just you're choosing to use your time in a different way. So, you know, if you're scrolling on social media or you're writing back to people or you're watching Netflix because you're like, oh, but I just need to relax. Well, that's your choice. And you are choosing to do that with your time. I would rather spend exactly 10 minutes. It can be 10 minutes. It can be 15 minutes. It doesn't have to be. I've never worked out for two hours. The only time I've worked out for two hours is I've done it a run that's two hours long <laughs> done a workout you know people it's it's a myth you don't have to work out for the hours on at, at end you know 10 minutes will as you said get those endorphins going and it is a choice um and the time you take to think about it is the time you could have actually been doing it so um yeah it's it's a choice and I think sometimes as adults we fail to take responsibility for our time mm-hmm. um, just digressing a little bit, um, I know in your early 20s, Denny, that you did struggle with body image. Can you take us back to this time in your life and just share how you overcame your struggles with body image? Sure. Um, this is quite raw for me. Um, so at the at the ballet school, unfortunately, um, it has definitely changed now, so I don't want to paint it in a bad light. But um, back then, um, we did get weighed once a month and there was a time when I was 16 when I got told to lose three kilograms. I think I weighed 52 kilograms and I haven't grown since then. So I was about the same height as I am now. Um, and I also got told to have a breast reduction. So as a 16 year old, you can imagine that had a huge impact on me mentally. Mm. Um, and from that time I did go through some, I suppose, mental health issues around my weight and my body image. I did throw up. Um, I remember a time when I was 21 thinking, oh, I'd only had rock melon for lunch and I was so proud of myself. Um, and I always thought, that, you know, the less body fat on me or the skinnier I was, the more accepted I was going to be by not just people around me but um, men as well. A lot of the men uh, in that industry liked lean women as well. So um, throughout my whole 20s, um, it was sort of a, a constant battle in my head. And even up until my late 20s, to be honest, until I realised that, you can be strong and you can be fit and healthy um, and look, you know, <laughs> look like you. If, you know, um, I think as well out there there are so many things, I, you know, now I don't have, you know, I have very small breasts now and I've had very small breasts since I was about 21 and I did have bigger boobs when I hit adolescence and thank God I didn't get that breast reduction because, you know, who knows how small they would be now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you have to accept your body for what it is and everybody's different bodies. So everybody's body is so different. Um, and the stronger I became, the more I went to the gym and nourished my body with good food and realized you can eat a lot of food if you're moving your body and working your body. And I sort of became, I suppose, I don't want to use the word obsessed, but obsessed with being strong because every time I worked out and those endorphins were flowing, my mental strength was getting stronger and I started loving myself more for different reasons. You know, I didn't want to be that waif anymore. I wanted to have muscles and tone and mm. and that was sexy. And then 
to be honest, it wasn't until I probably got into my current relationship and Chris just loved my body for me and there was absolutely no discussion around weight, if you know what I mean. It was all um, a woman's body um, that I really have really accepted it, probably over the last four years especially. Um, But, yeah, it's funny. There is still a lot out there, though, and I think there's still a lot of work to do. I know we're digressing now. Um, I saw a post the other day, this is probably why I'm saying this, I saw a post the other day about saying, here's a real woman's body for you. And it was a woman that was, I'm not sure, probably a size 12, normal, you know, um, but she had really big boobs, right? And I was like, that's really, you know, triggering for me if I was triggered. I'm not like that. I can definitely move past that. But for someone that's got really small breasts, for example, you know, is that saying I'm not a woman? Is that saying I'm not, you know? Yeah. (laughs) you know, this is my body. I'm a woman. I've birthed a child, um, you know, um, and I still think there's a lot of way to go. I think, yeah, both ways. So. Mm, oh gosh, I resonate so much with what you were just saying about, you know, accepting the skin that you're in. And as much as I encourage self-love and loving the skin you're in, I am like everyone else. Like I do have bad days. And most recently, you know, that is for me in my postpartum state, I have had the mantra since having my daughter, um, I'm 10 weeks postpartum now, yeah. that I've done the work to get here, I'm going to do the work to get out of here. And here being a place I dislike, here for me is 15 kilos overweight. And I don't say this because I hate myself and or I measure my love for myself based on a number. I say it to be honest with where I am and where I want to be. Goals are the gateway to our success in every facet of our lives. Like I know I grew a baby and don't get me wrong, I'm wholeheartedly in awe of my body and what it's done for me the last couple of years. I've had two children, but I just think with the body image movement on social media being so prevalent right now, I feel like sometimes because I have goals, which may be surrounding losing body fat and gaining muscle mass, that society is now telling me not to. It's like we follow what's on trend. We become so addicted to what we see on our screens and we allow that to influence our decisions, which in turn influence our habits. And right now it's all about balance, which is great. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I just don't think having goals in place in order to feel comfortable and strong in the skin you're in, I just don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I know that you preach on Instagram just that because you are lean and you have abs and you love your abs and you love being lean doesn't mean there's something wrong with that. And I freaking love that you say that because social media really has the ability to tell Tell you how you feel about yourself and we need to make sure that we're consuming accounts that are raw and real life bodies and what that means is everybody's body. And, you know, there's women like you working their eyes off and you should be proud of your body. And I think lately that self-love movement almost makes the women who love themselves and are proud and are working for it are now being encouraged not to speak up. That was quite a segue into a compliment. but (laughs) I I love that you said that actually. Literally, I've been actually, I think I did a couple of posts on this, but it's actually hard to get out. I always could do a live on it and just speak about it in a live and put it up because I, you know, what you've just said is really resonates with me and yet you know I preach about it. And I suppose, you know, like you just said, you can love your body and love what it's done, right? So I think we're going to talk about, you know, my body postpartum and in pregnancy a bit later, but you can love your body and when it's done. But if you have a goal in mind, if you want to be leaner, that's okay. You don't have to like how you look. If you want to change that, that's okay. And that's what the girls that come to me wanting my coaching say. They say, I don't like being this heavy. I don't like this extra fat. I don't like that my jeans don't fit. I don't like that I have to go and buy a size 16. 
But if you are happy with that, if you are genuinely happy, not because Instagram told you you have to love your body, if you are genuinely happy with those size 16 jeans, freaking well done, sister. Awesome. Love it. But if you actually aren't, but you feel like you have to say it because Instagram told you you have to say it and told you you have to love your body, that's bullshit. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I do talk about a few other things around that as well, is that having a high body fat isn't healthy. It's not healthy for our hearts. It's not healthy for our future. It's not, you know, it's, it's, it might be fine now in your twenties and thirties. Maybe it's okay. Maybe you've got no issues, but what about when you're 50, 60 years old, you can't run around after your kids and grandkids. You're on three or four different medications for blood pressure, for high cholesterol. Maybe you've got type two, two diabetes now, you know, we don't actually think about those times. We think about the now, unfortunately. And, you know, what if you, could go for a run and feel amazing? Or what if you could do half an hour of exercise and not feel like you were going to die then? Although I love that feeling. Um, (laughs) um, But you know what I mean? Like, you know, you don't want to walk up a flight of stairs and be puffed at the top. Um, So I do think there's a lot of work to do. I don't think we should just love ourselves because Instagram told us to or social media told us to. If you are happy with how you look, you feel confident in that, you can walk out of your house and honestly put hand on heart, say to yourself, yep, I love how I look and this is I'm happy with it, then I'm happy for you and that is awesome. But if you walk out of that house and you're trying to be something you're not because social media told you it, we've got an issue, you know, and I love being lean. I absolutely freaking love it. I love seeing my abs. I love seeing my muscles. And I also love that I work out so freaking hard because it's good and I love it and it, the release of endorphins so good that I can have some chocolate and I can have a few glasses of wine because, yeah, I've put in the work. So Absolutely, and you deserve it because, you know, you look incredible and you just deserve to show up as yourself on social media and not feel like you're doing something wrong because you've worked for it, you know what I mean? Totally, yeah. And I also, you know, there's so much out there about just eat the cake, just eat the blah, and it's like, yeah, but then you're going to feel like shit. Yeah. Like, you know? Let's like, talk about that for a second. Good. Like you're going to eat something that you know is going to make you feel either bloated, lethargic, you know, tired, whatever. Totally. And this is something that I talk to my kids about because when they say cake makes me feel sick but then they want the cake, I'm like, well, just so the little reminder, you're not going to feel that well after you have it. You're welcome to have it. But, you know, and as adults, I really hate that that's being preached right now because it's like, well, it doesn't make us feel that good when we have it. Yeah, we can have it if it makes us feel good. But, like, you know, it's quite contradictory. Yeah, for sure. Like, I made homemade pizzas, what, three weeks ago. Um, Still quite high calorie if we're going to talk about it in that respect, but delicious. You know, like, I made them. I knew what was in them. I enjoyed it. I didn't feel sick. Um, We got McDonald's on Harper's birthday, and I haven't had McDonald's, I reckon, in – I don't know how many years, right? Like, yeah. I just don't like it. It's not worth the calories. I don't enjoy it. It doesn't make me feel good. But Chris wanted to get Harper her first Happy Meal. She's never had it in her life. She's probably never going to have it again. Because <laughs> I'm over here. I literally was nauseous. I was. Yes. Chris thought I was – he was like, are you okay? I'm like, no, I feel really sick. Yeah. Um, and I just was like, no, nah, see, you're putting shit into your body and you feel shit. I would have much rather have had a big pasta meal or a homemade pizza or, yeah. Yeah. So, Danny, I'd love to hear a little more about the time in your life a couple of years ago, you know, being so fit and active and then falling pregnant with your baby girl. Can you share a little bit on your journey into motherhood? Sure. So this is quite funny. When I fell pregnant, I had this thing in my head that I was going to be that girl that didn't put on much weight because I was so, you know, I knew knew so much about nutrition and fitness and (laughs) You know, like I would put on the you know, the normal amount. You know, obviously you need to put on weight during pregnancy and all that. But um, 
you know, I was going to be that person that was like, yes, you can follow a meal plan during pregnancy. And well, in the first 12 weeks, I think I, even my obstetrician was like, I think you've put on a bit much weight in this first trimester. (laughs) I could not control, you know, you never know what you're going to feel like in that first trimester. And oh my goodness. Um, yeah, I was tired. I was hungry. All I wanted was carbs. And I'm not going to lie. I was really worried. I was like, oh my God, I, I've never felt so out of control. And, um, I got enormous boobs again, um, which really actually triggered me back to those days at ballet school, um, which wasn't fun mentally. And I was so uncomfortable and I was so out of my own skin. Um, I really did struggle in those first few months of pregnancy. I'm not going to lie. You know, especially it's really hard when people say, oh, you should be grateful you're pregnant. You know, you, you know, you should be lucky that you got pregnant and have a baby. Some women can't. And you don't go, for fuck's sake. Sorry, I probably shouldn't swear. Um, you know, like I, I am grateful I can get pregnant. I am grateful I'm carrying this baby, but I don't feel like myself. I don't feel comfortable. Um, but after that first 12 weeks, I did manage to I, – I did exercise through my whole pregnancy. It did make me feel better and it did get me out of some dark places. That first trimester I didn't probably exercise as much as I wanted to just because I was so tired and the changes in my hormones were just so great, as everyone knows it's had a baby, especially a first baby. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, but I did manage to exercise through my whole pregnancy. It was um, a bit of a learning curve for me. I had to learn to slow down which was really hard for me. Um, as you know, I love the burn and I love the hard stuff. So um, having to really slow that down, I wasn't allowed to run. My obstetrician said I wasn't allowed to run um, and obviously no heavy weights and things like that. So it was a big change for me and it was good for me. I think it was good for me to mentally understand, okay, I have to look after this little bub and that was the main priority. So um I was then determined after having Harper that if I was going to be a good mum, I had to feel good mentally for me. And as soon as I was able to work out, I started doing little home workouts. I put Harper in the docker tot next to me. She'd be there with me. Um, and, yeah, I, I, I hate that word. People used it on me all the time and I hated it. People were like, oh, you know, you're showing unnatural bouncing back. And I was like, it's not bouncing back. I was strong through my pregnancy. I knew if I exercised through my pregnancy, it was going to help me through labour, through the birth, which it did. I had a really good labour. Harper was out within five pushes because of how strong I was. Um, And the recovery was really good for me because I had done the work beforehand. Yeah. Um, yeah, to recover. So it's it's not that I bounced back. It's that I put the right things in place to ensure that my body was strong enough to, um, yeah. 100%. I totally agree with you. I was exactly the same, actually, with my first pregnancy. Unfortunately, my second was a little bit different. I was quite unwell. But uh, my first with my son, Jesse, he... Uh, sorry, I trained my entire pregnancy, like six days a week, right up until the day I had him. And I I recovered so well. My labor was really good. At the time, you don't think labor's good, but now looking back and comparing to other people's experiences, I, I know that I had a really good labor. Um, and I think that my body healed and recovered so quickly because of the work that I'd done throughout pregnancy and because of how consistent I was. And um, we'll talk about this in a little bit on discipline, but I was disciplined and I remained consistent throughout that entire period of time and I worked my ass off, but in a sensible way. I wasn't doing anything too silly, um, but I was still training and it was more for the mental health too because your body's changing and you're going through this transition of motherhood, but you're a new woman. 
and then you have a baby and you're no longer ever alone and you're a whole other person. And I think that exercise just makes such a great impact positively on your mental health, especially when you're pregnant. For sure. It was definitely, um, like you said, it was more for my mental health during the pregnancy because let's be honest, you're not going to see abs or <laughs> anything when you're pregnant, right? So yeah. for an aesthetic during <laughs> all, um, it was yeah, more yeah. for my mental health. And also to keep, as I said, to keep strong because if I hadn't worked out through the pregnancy, not only would the recovery have been harder, but the longer you're trying after you have the baby to work on yourself, you don't have as much time to work on you. You know, you've got this little person to look after now. You're tired, you're breastfeeding. There's all these other things going on. Um, so trying to build up from nothing to then get back to where you say worse strength-wise, you know, if you can shorten that and be ready to go, then it is easier. And um, for me, I have have been since having Harper a better mum when I'm mentally present and that means looking after me. So, you know, that means releasing those dolphins, getting active, feeling good about myself. And it was really good to see, you know, I did this small, like I think I did this really tiny home workout at four or five weeks postpartum and put on my YouTube and, you know, I look back and I think, God, like, good on you. Like, you know, some people sit there and go, no, you just take it easy. It's okay. But, you know, if you're feeling good, obviously everyone is different and everyone has different pregnancies. And like you said, your second pregnancy, you were quite, you know, sick. So unfortunately you probably couldn't work out as much, but if you're feeling good and you've got the all clear and you know, like, yeah, it's, yeah, everyone is different. You know what I mean? Like if you get something out of it emotionally, you're not doing any harm by doing something for yourself because in turn you're a better wife and a better mum and you know coinciding fitness and motherhood it does bring a whole other dimension to time management it's it's hard it's hard to find the time and you know we need to prioritize our health because it's a domino effect on our entire lives doing something that lights you up for me that's moving my body primarily with a barbell or a kettlebell in my hands (laughs) not for everyone though but I know that I'm a better mum and wife when I train and my family know that too now and sometimes I don't get the sessions in that I want and I have learned as a mum that I have to be okay with that Um, you know I know what I put in my mouth the other hours of the day or what impacts my goals so exercise for me really is just a mental thing for sure and I say this I talk about this actually on my coaching course and that's you've got to find what works for you and you've got to be okay with the fact that maybe sometimes you're not going to get in exactly what you want but doing something whatever ticks your box whatever makes you feel good will help your mental health and it will make you a more productive person it will make you a more patient person it'll make you feel accomplished so even if it's just that 10 minutes we were talking about before that 10 minutes to make you feel accomplished will then have an ongoing roll-on effect throughout the rest of the day because you would have already filled that cup you know Mm, totally so Denny I just want to congratulate you firstly on your recent growth online I know that you've almost hit a milestone on your Instagram which is super exciting for you and your business and I imagine in turn this has also had a domino effect on your business's growth I know so many mums find it really overwhelming stepping into the business side of things as you have a toddler constantly growing and changing and let's face it the only reason that we're recording this podcast is because there are no toddlers at our feet totally (laughs) how are you going now with the mum life and work life you know the hustle mode and just finding that right balance yeah it's um it's been a 
I'm not going to say, oh, maybe the challenge is the right word. It's been a juggle to try and get it right. And I'm still navigating that. Um, there is a very big element of mum guilt a lot of the time um, when she's here. So we're lucky enough. Well, we had eight weeks without her at daycare during the first lockdown. Um, so that was really interesting. Um, Chris is working from home as well. So I'm very lucky that I have him here to look after Harper at times. But it's just a matter of setting her up with things to do and I always write a list of things. So every single day in my diary, there are a list of things that I have to get done. They're not too big a things, but they're, nego- they're non-negotiable. So I have my non-negotiable pile and my non-negotiable pile um, and the non-negotiables have to get done. So whether that's smashing it out while she's having a nap, whether that's working once she's gone to bed, which I do a lot of nights. So um, sometimes you just got to do things just like an exercise that you don't necessarily want to do. And unfortunately, gone are the nights now where Chris and I sit down and watch a TV show and a movie together at the moment. Um, It's actually when I work now. Um, So Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's definitely one of those things where, you know, you do want it all and personalities and I think that everyone's different, but I think you and I are quite similar in terms of our personality. I'm quite driven and motivated when I have a goal in mind. And, you know, I've had loved ones telling me that this podcast is too time consuming and I should just be worrying about being with my babies and enjoy the time I have. But I have found my purpose in connecting with women like yourself and sharing these conversations that are bringing awareness to some really important topics. And this passion project has given me so much purpose since becoming a mum because as much as I love my babies and I love that I have the opportunity to be at home with them, the term stay-at-home mum never sat well with me. Not that there's a single thing wrong with anyone who thrives on being with their babies and soaking in every moment with them. I personally just don't sit comfortably in the stillness, I suppose. So I really resonate with your drive as a mum and a business owner. Yeah, for sure. And you used the word there that um, I've used quite a few times over the last couple of years, and that's purpose. And um, I've actually struggled maybe two times or three times over the last couple of years with that. So the first was just before I got pregnant with Harper. I I left my old job and took three months off. And as much as everyone thought it was amazing, and it was for a little few weeks, I felt really struggled with no purpose and no nothing to strive towards. Um, and then whilst the figure was going well and I wasn't, it wasn't monetized or anything up until the beginning of this year, I felt like my purpose was still, I was like, I still need to find my purpose. Travel was not my purpose. It was not, it was easy for me, you know, like selling travel. I've been selling travel for almost 10 years. It's just, you know, that's just, mm-hmm. what it is. Um, but this is my purpose and it makes me feel accomplished. I love the drive. I love, yeah, like you said, if I have a goal in mind, I'm like, yes, let's get there. And I will put everything in, like there is no stopping me. Um, and yeah, I think my mum would, would attest that once Danny puts her mind to something, don't get in her way because she will knock you out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, there's a bit of a conversation going on right now, I'm sure you would have noticed, online surrounding discipline versus motivation. And this really resonates with me and where I'm at in my health journey. But I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Can you unpack it a little bit more? Why do you feel that motivation is something that we don't necessarily need to reach our health goals? Sure. I did a massive post on this maybe last week or the week before um, because it's something I really, really am passionate about because everyone talks about motivation, right? Like you, I, I see it in my DMs every single day. Oh, I wish I was motivated like you. Like it's hiding somewhere, you know, like I need to find motivation. Well, it's not hiding under a rock. Um, but what people actually lack is the discipline and habit forming. Um, motivation is something you do because 
you you want to do it and it gets you going. Um, but before you get to motivation, you have to be disciplined. Um, so trying something once and saying you didn't have the motivation to do it again because you didn't enjoy it isn't motivation. Um, the discipline starts us, the persistence keeps us going, and the motivation is what makes you love it. Um, so you have to remember that forming conscious habits is much harder than forming unconscious habits. So, for example, what people don't realise is as an adult, you have formed habits you haven't even realised. Um, and as a mother, you have formed even more new habits that you didn't even realise. You change nappies now. It's just what you do. You look after your children. You make sure they stay alive. You feed them, you know. Um, you do this because you have a choice. But you actually formed these habits, which you actually didn't realise. Um, but they're easy to form because you didn't have a choice. Um, but when you choose to change something in your life or you do something that you want, that, you know, you've you've actually consciously decided to change it it's actually a conscious habit that needs discipline to form so doing that over and over and over again and being comfortable getting uncomfortable until you realize that you enjoy it and just do it because it's now part of your life and as a habit is where you need to get to so just doing it once and then saying oh I didn't stick to it is just your discipline um we're also actively creating habits for our children that you don't realize you know you teach them to put their socks on before their shoes on you're teaching them to brush their teeth to go to the toilet and they do this because they're all there 24 7 telling them to do it become, until it becomes a habit right like every night before you go to bed you they brush your teeth with you you know you keep doing that until at some stage they do it by themselves yes but as an adult 90 percent of the time we don't have someone constantly reminding us to exercise you know what i mean like over our shoulder don't forget to exercise don't forget to exercise don't forget to exercise drink water drink water drink water eat well eat well don't eat that block of chocolate don't we don't have that yeah now you know um <laughs> so give in but that's I suppose that's where I come in with my coaching I will be that person mm-hmm. um and I will help you be you know that person that holds you accountable but discipline is what forms the habits and then motivation is what keeps you going once you know how good it feels so um people need to stop saying they're not motivated they're just actually not disciplined to do it and it depends how badly do you want it at the end of the day <laughs> yeah and you touched on just there about accountability and I thrive best when I'm challenged, I thrive best when I'm held accountable to my actions. I work harder for me when I'm driven by my own accountability. Like motivation comes and goes. It shifts with the seasons of life. Totally. Do I feel like training in my cold garage at midday alone because that's literally the only window of opportunity I have when my babies are asleep? Absolutely not. But the discipline and the commitment to myself holds me accountable and it's just so important. Totally. And some people are extrinsically motivated and some people are intrinsically motivated. So you sound like you're intrinsically motivated and I'm quite intrinsically motivated too. So I get my motivation from me. I can hold myself accountable. I can self-talk. Um, and I know how good it feels because I've also, because I've been there and I've, I've seen it. If you've not been there, so say you're on a new health journey or a new fitness journey and you actually, you don't know how it feels, you will struggle to find internal motivation because you don't know what the outcome is. So yeah. you might, need someone there to hold you accountable and to push you and you know if you're trying to do it yourself and you keep falling off that bandwagon whether it's health fitness business anything it's time to get a coach of some sort it's time to get someone else in there to help you you know if you're trying to try it for a football team and you're 15 and you are playing but you don't have a coach and that you you know but nothing's happening you go and get a coach right you go okay I have to get a coach if I'm going to get to the next level it's the same thing with health and fitness mm. 
couldn't agree more. So just a quick fire question to finish off our conversation today, Danny. As I mentioned earlier, I love how positive you are online. You literally show up every day and you can just feel your energy through the screen. So what are some, well, five fast tips you would encourage women to do to thrive more? Okay. So my number one is kind of something you just said. So energy right energy creates energy everyone says to me you have so much energy so energy actually creates energy so you have to get moving even when you don't like it so get up get moving I don't care if you just walk around your kitchen it releases endorphins and gets the energy pumping so just start that's number one number two you have to drink more water okay water helps brain function so if you're feeling tired if you're feeling lethargic it's if you're feeling hungry but you've just eaten it's probably because you've dehydrated so drink 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 um number three. Oh my god, I've written seven. So just... <laughs> go for it. Tell me your seven. Tell me your seven. Okay. You can decide which ones you pick. Um <laughs> I said this before, but set yourself goals, non-negotiable goals for the day and make them happen. So before you go to bed, you have to write down four things you're going to achieve the next day in these four categories: body, mind, relationship, or and business and home. So your body, I'm going to do a 10-minute workout. Mind, I'm going to do a 10-minute meditation or a yoga session. Relationship, I'm going to send my partner a text, an appreciation text just because, and I'm going to put away that laundry or I'm going to reach out to my clients, something. Just four small things to make you feel accomplished. Um, Four, surround yourself with people that lift you up and always spread love. If someone triggers you or something triggers you, you are an adult and you have the option to remove them from your life. Okay, Brene Brown always says, only accept opinions of people you trust implicitly or have walked in your shoes. If they're not one of those two things, you need to remove them from your life. Mm. Um, Stop thinking about it and just do it. The time it takes you to think about it, you could have just worked out. We talked about that before. Stop scrolling on social media. Stop watching Netflix. Will you choose what you do with your time is your responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. And my last one is just keep swimming. (laughs) Giving up won't get you anywhere. Mental strength is just like physical strength in the fact that the more you work at it, the stronger it gets. So if you want abs, you do more ab exercises. If you want to change your life, you need to do something over and over and over again. So don't buy the crap. Don't eat the crap. The biscuits, the takeaway, the chips. I hear it so often, but it was all I had in my house. Well, it shouldn't be in your house in the first place and your kids shouldn't be eating it, so don't use them as an excuse either. Oh, I just love that so much, Danny. Those are some awesome tips. And, you know, I think we just need to remember too from a nutrition standpoint keep it simple. You know, like there's so much going on right now in terms of influencing over our decisions. Don't rush out to the local health food store and spend $200, $300, $400 on fancy named healthy foods you've never even heard of. Just keep it simple. If you want to cut back your calories or, you know, start feeling a little bit better and fit your clothes by summer and things like that, just cut back on what you're eating and eat, make better choices surrounding food. I think it was Steph and Laura from Keep It Cleaner shared a comparison to their Keep It Cleaner pasta and um, a home brand, like a Woolies one, and there was literally no difference in the macronutrients. And it was one was just several more dollars than the other. And they're like, hey, just keep it simple. Don't overcomplicate food. (laughs) I love what you said just then. I said this the other day on my stories is I see so many people rushing out to get like, oh, I'm so bloated, like I need to go and see a herbalist or whatever. And I'm like, just drink more water, start start there. Maybe there is something wrong and that's fine, but start there, you know, keep it simple. If you just drink more water, it'll be amazing the effects you can have. You'll feel more energized, you'll feel um, more vibrant, your skin will start to glow, you won't be as bloated. Yeah, simple things for mm-hmm. sure. Just couldn't agree with everything you just said. Well, Denny, thank you so, so much for sharing this conversation with me. For anyone who wants to connect with you, where is the best place they can find you? 
So I show up every single day on Instagram. So my handle is at the figure underscore. Um, so that's where you'll find me. You can DM me. I'm pretty good at replying. Otherwise, um, on Facebook at The Figure Life or on my website at www.thefigurelife.com. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Inside Out. I really want to grow in this space and make sure these stories and experiences are heard. If this episode resonated with you, I would love to hear from you. Please leave me a review and hit subscribe to ensure you don't miss our next conversation. Please also join me on Instagram and let me know what you thought about this episode at Inside Out with Chris. I can't wait to share more with you really soon.